This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. A major mix-up in the leadership at Warner Brothers. The Flash continues to struggle to get out of the gate, but things are looking good for the big red cheese. Say the word, Shazam! Today on DC Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. <laughs> Adam's face. What? I'm feeling the power. He's feeling the power. I'm feeling the power. Yes. What is up, everybody? It's welcome, gone. welcome, welcome to DC Movie News here on the Popcorn Talk Network. I am uh, happy to be here as your humble host, Adam Gertler. Joined with me, as always, or as certainly most usual, we have to well, to my left. You know him. Hello. You know him as. Uh, as Mikey Christmas. There you go. As, uh, as uh, what is it, Chaos or... K- K.O. K.O. Oh, 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 is that, are you, you, you having fun at my expense right No, 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 what is it, the, the killer? Yeah, yeah, you have a lot okay, of, yeah a I lot think of... you do know what it is, but it's all right. No, no, I forget, the corruption... Yes. Uh, 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 former... A little, little history here. We had a little bit of history here. We went on different paths, but yes. uh, very happy to be sitting here on this path together. This close to you. I'm happy to say that hopefully this is a day that we don't disagree too much because we are we're in right next serious to proximity to one another. <laughs> Someone brings up BBS in the chat, we're in trouble. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mike Kalinowski is here. Hello, Mike everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi, everybody. Do I have to clap for that? No, no, no. Oh! No, you definitely don't. I got clap. two rivals now in this desk. It this wasn't is... anything about you. I'm just, I'm no. tweeting. I'm and tweeting we were told that clapping. We were told that clapping is not good for audio anyway, so no applause. Yeah, I can't clap. I'm good a clapper. Point. I yeah. can't clap. The microphone doesn't have, like clapping or chewing. clap? Wait, hey now, this is not the time for some sensuality, but you can tell that she's gearing up for that. Uh, she's the trickster, uh, the troll, the treasure, the princess, the fairy, uh, <laughs> the one, the only, the crown jewel, Roxy Stryer. I Roxy agree Stryer. to all of those things except for the troll. What like bridge the, do you, you have the, me you letting out You're a little troll against me sometimes. Right, I'm a little troll. A little trolly. A little trolly. In a good way. Pretty, some pretty trolling troll. is cute. Like it's not. Some trolling is like adorable. Thank trolling. you so much. At least I never DC I'm troll. Her, yeah. No, I've heard that recently. Like, trolling for this. Like, you can... It's not all bad, I think. Right? Am I wrong? I don't know. I'm an old guy. Okay. What do I know about trolling? There were the troll and, dolls. They were cute. Uh, well, listen. This is a great day. Unfortunately, Johnny LaQuasto cannot be here with us. Our fourth. He's making people laugh somewhere. He's doing heroics probably. everywhere in the world. Uh, he's guy, all over the place. Uh, this is a big week because we have a, a, a brand new DC film just around the corner. Shazam is, of course, opening up um, on April 4th? April 5th? April 5th, and uh, and a lot of people are going to be able to see it on the 23rd, but they've been showing a lot of screenings. It feels like a lot of people are tweeting out, like, I feel like it's already been out. Which is a good sign. Which is a good thing. Um, studios don't tend to screen films 
very far in advance, and very often, unless they feel good right. about what they got, you have three people at this desk who've already seen the film Shazam. Sorry, yes. not sorry, everyone. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm Don't sorry. feel so bad, but, you know. So there are, the, of course, the Fandango screenings that are happening this yes. Saturday. Yes. But we saw it prior. Yes. Differently. Yes. We, differently. You saw it first. By myself, and it sucked because I couldn't talk about it. To any of you. I did a reaction video and then it turned out being like spoilers and stuff, so I had to like be like, oh, we can't air that. That no. sucks. I can't air that. No, we weren't we're not allowed to say anything about it until tomorrow okay. when you guys will see our special review. It will be a non-spoiler, but okay. that will be coming out for you guys. But we can say is that we all loved this movie. Yeah. I was waiting because you guys mm-hmm. you were like, We're going in, and I hadn't heard from you guys for a couple hours, and I'm like, oh no. Did they not like what? And then I saw your tweets, I was like, okay. No, We're all it, in unison. Our, I don't our know thoughts. how somebody could see this and feel otherwise. I don't it's know. So, oh, I can't say too much. Yeah, but I've learned. I've learned because people are like, "What do you think, Mike?" And I was like, "You know what? I've learned after Aquaman. I need to see a movie twice before I'm going to go and give you my full on like this yeah. my thoughts." Because Aquaman, Wait. I love more the second time. This one though, I I tweeted out. It's been like it was like five days. I was on vacation with my family. I was like, "It's been five days. I'm still thinking about the movie. I cannot wait to see it with people and enjoy it with them again." That's a good and uh, yeah. I know we can't go into any specifics. And we're right. going to do. Are we still going to do a non-spoiler review after this that we can put up on the Saturday, perhaps? I just teased that. Oh, you did. That's what I thought. Where have you been? I was just double teasing. <laughs> That's called a double tease. We, it's called a bang bang. Where you're like, what? What? It we did a bang bang. bang? We I did, did a. You have to tell me when we're doing a bang bang. No, nope. bang bang shrimp. Just just yeah, bang bang shrimp Delicious. is a definitely a good one. Um, it's it's the kind of movie that does leave you with a really good feeling afterwards because it sets up these themes and it, and it delivers on them. And I think one thing that a lot of people are responding to, I saw you you respond to this too, is the directing here. Yeah. David Sandberg uh, coming off of like a horror film, Annabelle yeah. creation, and um, he uses that horror sensibility in a way to create some real dread and real stakes. And in a film that is a superhero action film that is a comedy, that's a difficult... Um, it's difficult a to find that line needle, to, yeah, right? fine line to walk. Because are you laughing at it? Because you don't want to be laughing at the stakes, but you want to be laughing with the people. Yeah. And that's why uh, that's what works about it. But anyway, did, did you tell our, our big news? Did we talk about the fact that we actually have a... No. Well, I think anybody who's watching on YouTube right now can see that I have an empty chair next to me, and it is not for Johnny LaCoste. No, it's not it's for the not. Invisible Man. It's, it's not. We have an amazing guest coming in today. Uh, if you've been following our social media at DC Movie News Live, then you know that one of the Shazamily. We learned that today. Shazamily, that's the new word for the family. Is I coming love it. in. Jovan Armand is going to be joining yes. us in studio. Uh, and you guys haven't seen it yet, so you don't know how freaking awesome he is in this film. Yeah. But we have tons of questions. If you're joining us live in the chat, by the way, we want to ask your questions too. So start loading them up in there and I'll pay attention, I swear. Okay. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so now how do we do? This? Did we want to try to get through a bunch of news stories? Let's, let's do it. Let's do the news. Let's do it. Okay, so let's talk about a couple of things in a little bit of a protracted way. Uh, let's get the not so great kind of yucky stuff out of the way. We've been covering and talking about the fact that uh, Kevin Sujihara, the, uh, the 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 CEO of basically Warner Brothers Entertainment, the the top top head dog, not necessarily the guy that is hands on with the DC movies per se, but one of the people at WB beside Walter Hamada who has the green line for those projects. Yeah, I believe Sujihara said, I have green light and Walter has green light. Yes. Meaning the ability to take any one of the many films that we talked to you about and put it into an actual state of production. Isn't green light that thing in um, that Black is- Lightning that the, the kids are all on? Green light? Yeah, that's the drug that they're the all on. There. That's the drug that they're all on in Black Lightning. 
Oh, oh, Greenlight. Yeah, is that a thing? Greenlight is the name of the DC show. Oh, so yeah, I'm, I'm obviously behind on Black Lightning. I did yeah, not get that reference. Pretty but sure that's what it is. Greenlight. Yeah. So he's got that Greenlight juice. All on Greenlight. Well, guess what? Kevin Sujihara doesn't have Greenlight power anymore because no. he has stepped down am- am- among this controversy. Sujihara, out. Out. He's out. He's out. Uh, you can't mess around. In this world, you can't diddle, no more. You can't diddle and uh, not expect any payback. It's Mm-mm. interesting. We did talk about it on the show previously where he was one of those borderline cases. We weren't exactly sure what was going to happen. I aired on the side that he would be out. Mm-hmm. I think, Mike, you were still kind of 50 yeah, 50 about it's interesting. what it was It wasn't a Harvey Weinstein situation. Right. It was a more consensual on both sides of the, the table were use it up, uh, using their power one was taking right. you know this and that so it's a terrible look it's a terrible thing I was uh, yeah. and, but it's, it's a safer it's, bet it's for them to have him be it's out a, it's a crap thing it is uh, not for not for that he's being out it's terrible that he used his power like that and right. someone and the girl was in on it she wasn't you know an unwilling participant it was bad on everybody's yeah. and then everybody lied about it so he's gone and I think that none of us are sitting here more and a lot that. of people fans are happy because they they looked at him as the guy that ruined that the 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 DCU for a while yeah. putting his hands with Suicide Squad and messing and getting there was a lot of talk that the reason uh, Justice League was rushed and had to come out yeah. in a certain calendar year was to Get his guarantee bonus. some big bonuses and so? and you know what it sucks that he gets to keep that big bonus. Um, in, in the yeah. interim, that uh, yeah, he's not hurting. No. There is inter- <laughs> interim leadership has been named by oh. WB though. Okay, is this, uh, is this uh, true? I'm hearing this that uh, actually some. Of the names are going to be, uh, I think Walter Hamada is actually one of the names that's filling in in that. Oh, cap. really? That kind of like taking double duty, I would think. Then I hope Hamada doesn't move off what his current is because the way that the um, the franchises have been going under his leadership has been wonderful. I think that the, the turn of events since Hamada took over uh, is the way that the show needs to go, uh, the DC universe needs to go. So hopefully, he's just kind of carrying the burden right now. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, and then, as you were just mentioning, Adam, the team is now going to consist of Toby Emmerich, uh, who's, who's been around chairman Warner of Warner while. Brothers yeah. Motion mm-hmm. Pictures, Peter Roth, Warner Brothers Television Group President, and CCO Kim Williams okay. from Warner Brothers yeah. Entertainment CFO. Kind of like a thing at my work right now. My boss is leaving. We're all sad he's leaving. And we had two managers under him. They're kind of filling his workload until his replacement is coming in. So I think that's what these guys are going to take, repla- take, share the workload once they put someone else new in. They'll go back to what they were doing. Yeah, right. I'm sure they're all happy to do that in the interim, and it will be fine. Yeah. Uh, and again, the next piece of not super great news, we have uh, The Flash is a film that is uh, is one of those films that's been in production, but it's not in act- active production. Right. I don't look at this as not so great news. I look at this as one of the most interesting things happening in the cinema landscape right now. Okay, this is, in this the cinema is, landscape. Yeah, I do. This is kind of wild So, this is so, so we heard basically right after we finished the show last week that it got... We we got word that Ezra Miller was, in fact, working on his own draft of well, his own. The Flash script with legendary comic book writer Grant Morrison, who's uh, currently very active in production on his television show Happy, based on his work. Um, so he is sort of in that world. Which what, what, what struck people as odd is it seemed like The Flash was on its way into production with the uh, two uh, uh, writers of the New Vacation John Francis Daly and um, the, the name is... Lippie. And his partner... Uh, 
which I know is Jonathan Goldstein. Thank you. And now they just got signed for a new film, so that was kind of like... They're now on Universal's project, This is the the new twist, right, yes. So these things happen simultaneously, almost. Simultaneously? Simultaneously. Oh, simultaneously. Did I say Simon? You said Simon. Simultaneously. That's okay, Let's blame it on Boston. Anytime I misspeak, I blame it on Boston. Sure. So the two things going on, like you said, Adam, Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison have teamed up to work on a Flash script because... What is around the rumorville is that Ezra Miller does not like the script that was presented, did not want to be a part of that script, wanted a darker Flash script, and they are giving him a month or so to work on this script with Grant Morrison to try to create something. But you got you got to wonder if basically the Flash directors uh, saw this and were like, well, we're not going to sit here. We've been waiting to go into production and you're going to let these guys come up with another draft. It's very public. And then we hear that they are walking away. So I wonder if they made the, room, the move to walk to the Universal Project as a result of this news being public or if they had already decided that, yeah. that Warner Brothers was going to release them and allow them to go to, to Universal because they were not ready to greenlight a Flash film. Let me ask you guys this. Is this project dead? It's not dead. No, it's just constantly being pushed down the line. This is Warner Brothers' strategy. It's the Flash movie. Mikey? Mikey's I mean, making this, a dead face. When you say dead, though, it just means this version. I'm thinking this I, version, I, this version. Flash no, I mean, is going to be out I there. mean, the version that has those two directors and Ezra Miller star, starring oh. in it, is that Flash well, I've been saying for happening. a while on this show that I didn't think Ezra Miller was going to be the Flash in the movie for I'm, some reason. I'm with you. I think this is a very much, hey, we're going to introduce Wally West. Keep him we as Barry. We talked about that, yeah. yes. Keep him as Barry. But I think, and I think to go darker with the Flash is an absolute wrong choice. I think the guys that wrote Spider Man Homecoming, which were going to be the directors, that was the right vibe to go with the Flash movie. And I think. I think Ezra Miller will not be our Flash. You guys let us know later on on iTunes, on YouTube, the Popcorn Talks YouTube. I want to hear your thoughts on what's happening with this Flash movie. Yes. Um, But let's talk about the upcoming Shazam film. It looks like as they're doing the rounds of press... Uh, that the director, David S. Sandberg, was asked by the, the producer, Peter Saffron, like during a kind of like interview, he's like, I don't know, would you come back? Yeah, let's do it. So they're already talking sequel for Shazam. Yeah. No surprise. Duh. Yeah. This movie is Well, awesome. usually it doesn't talk this early. Usually they'll do it like a couple weeks after release. So that's great. No, that I'm, I'm saying duh based on seeing it. No, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. Upset. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone that's seen it, I'm sure the, the execs are like, hey, what, you guys ready to go again? Want to do yeah. another one? So like, yeah. Let's get this Mike, ball rolling. Yes, How much of, do, do you think that this sort of early... Being happy with this, talking about sequel, has to do with the fact that this is a film that they did for about half the Aquaman budget. I so there's just it's so much more room to sort of be that. fast and loose and kind of start looking toward the future because we see how like a film like Alita that's like hovering around half a billion dollars, but do you make another one? Right. Will it go up or down? Like it's sort of a no brainer. Like if this thing is making its money, let's let's try to get that going sooner yeah. rather than later, not wait a couple of months to go into pre production. Yeah, I'm on board. I, I, we talked about that. I love the fact that this movie came in for under hundred million. So you know, pocket change. It, yeah, baby. it's gonna be it's gonna be a success regardless financially. You know, so um, so I love, I love that. You don't need to spend a bill, two hundred fifty million dollars to make a movie look good, you know, right? To green screen the hell out of it. This movie, and they said it at Christmas, so that adds your budget. That almost doubles because you're, you're you're working the weather. So the guy knew how to work with money. He knew how to to create. You know, I don't want to spoil. It. I can't talk about anything. I got a lot to talk about. It, so uh, and he knew how to create things with money and come in 
under budget. The film, uh, the film looks great. It looks, it, it, does. It, it definitely looks like it had a bigger budget than it did. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's not like it had a small budget. It was, you know, yeah, yeah. It's not jump change. Um, so the tracking numbers for Shazam have gone up slightly, according to Forbes. We were talking about forty million, looking at fifty million. I still think it's going to do upwards of sixty for, oh, for the whole so. weekend. I agree with that. Um, especially with all this, but we'll see it as more people start seeing those screeners. I think we're going to see a lot of. But response. you look at Aquaman. That was tracking like I think eighty five or something. Yeah. Which we all thought was going to be you know over a hundred, and look what it went on to make a billion. So early tracking is slow it, and steady. This baby, is this maybe. is a movie to me that absolutely word of mouth will build and build. Yes, uh, and it's really good for families and like younger crowds yes. too. And people like, ask you know, me about that, and I said I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, take your family. So it's, it's a family movie. I yes. agree with that. But also kind but, of, but kind of yeah, there's some kind moments of scary, where you're like kind of scary too. Yeah, like we said, it's not it's not super fluffy all the time. Nope. Um, real quick. Some more Batman rumors. There's rumors that uh, Batman is going to be set in the 90s, which would be interesting just because mm. it wouldn't make it the same Batman from the Justice right. League, and it would kind of deal with answering that question. What do you yeah, think about that? I don't know. I'm not... I don't know. I, I think it could be gimmicky when you said it in the past, when it's not like a Wonder Woman where it's set 100, 100 years ago. I, the 90s, for me... You're coming off of, of not loving a film that was just done in the 90s. Not I that think I didn't love it. it. I, I think that in that film, sometimes, like... It was bashed over your head that it's the 90s, and you I, don't, I don't... You don't think Matt Reeves would do that, though? That I hope not, and I want his Gotham to feel timeless. Um, so I, I love every single thing about the 90s. I want every movie of all time to ever be in the 90s, and yes, the how, 90s. How, I'm, I'm a 90s girl. I know you are. So yeah. is my girlfriend, so I'm just trying to think. I was... Yeah, okay. We'll uh, talk more. Let me ask you this, though. One of my favorite things about... One of our favorite shows, I know it's one of your favorite shows too, Batman the Animated Series, oh is that it had this combination Timeless. of looking, it looked 50s, but also future You had computers, at the same time. but you had handguns, like, and I think that's what the Keaton film did really well, like, yeah, well, guys in fedoras. It's but, sort of Tim Burton's aesthetic a little bit, yeah. but I think if it was set in a different period, and it's like, just the fact that this is like a noirish film, and I always think of black and white, and like, we're thinking Chinatown, I would love it if it had like a, 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 see, a, a 70s stank on it. But a 70s vibe is different yeah. than a 90s stank on it. Yeah, like, like when we were talking about that Daredevil movie that I think I forget oh, the director yeah. had done like it was the a Joe Carnahan Carnahan yes, yes. yes that kind of idea like yes. with a Batman kind of film like a hyperkinetic well, 70s look at, look, at, look at Daredevil they said in Hell's Kitchen yeah. but it's the Hell's Kitchen of the 70s not the Hell's Kitchen of today where it's yes. gentrified they made it it's a Hell's Kitchen it needed to be so yes um, um, I think we should kind of like uh, maybe yeah. start to get yeah. our guest in here here's guys. the deal we obviously have so much more news there's a that lot of news we will talk about through we have tons of time so we will talk about all that news and especially TV time unfortunately we're not going to be able to get to today but it's because of a great reason well, yeah, when we have an opportunity like that, this uh, we want yeah. to take that opportunity so uh, I think our, our guest is going to be making his way to the uh, sound stage momentarily yes. uh, in the meantime I'll just mention real quick that it's looking like the Suicide Squad movie is a total reboot I'm hearing mixed things on it my friend I don't know if it's a total reboot can you have Harley Quinn in it and can you have Deadshot in it like well, you can have a different... It's different Deadshot. Yeah, but is that really a reboot then? Because it's like, how do you reboot the squad? It's like, they're ex-cons that are getting a thing stuck in their head and they're going off doing missions together. I'm like, how do you reboot it? Like, a reboot to me is always kind of like, you completely do a completely different take that's not... Yeah. So I don't know. I It's it's tough to say because, um, again, we don't want to... You know, DC seems to not worry about, like, uh, combining the film right, so right, much right. as much as do making you sure, aware that they are in the same world. Yeah. Like, yeah. all these films, they kind of know about each other. So are you of the mind, and I kind of feel this way because we have not announced it yet, or they've not talked about it, that if Amanda Waller is in it and Viola Davis, 
you know, then it's not a total reboot. Then it's like it's not a total reboot. No, if you're using her if you're, with that. It's in the Viola Davis verse. Mm, I like right that. yeah of Suicide Squad. But but if you have Deadshot, it can still be a total reboot. Right, because yeah. it's a different Deadshot, it's a different actor, just I mean, like I, a different Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm excited for his his uh, you know, his take on it because th- there's just such. I guess maybe because my first introduction to Idris was The Wire, so he has that 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 character about him, that, that gravitas that I think would be awesome and helps us, you know. Uh, yeah. Anyway, still looking forward to this film, whether yeah. it's a reboot or not. Uh, but the one that you're looking forward to is, of course, the film that's opening so soon that you can just. Taste it. It's almost there. It's, not, it's like on the tip of my tongue. It's like, I want to talk about it. I want to see it again. I want to taste it again. Get ready to say the word. We're so honored to have with us today, Jovan Armand, who is, of course, uh, one of uh, the Shazamily, as we're saying. Jovan, are you acceptable to that term? I, I completely agree with you. We are a part of the Shazamily. <laughs> I see. I didn't know this was coined already. How have I never heard Shazamily until we, we now? We just saw it online today. Was that oh, what yeah. you guys were saying on the set? You called it the Shazamily? Uh, well, I, th- I believe we came up with the hashtag Shazam Fam Bam Lamb. Shazam <laughs> Fam Bam Lamb. That rolls right off the tongue. I feel like Shazamily's a little smoother. I mean. Shazam Fam Bam Lamb. It rolls off the tongue. You know, they, it does. The way you say it, it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who came up with that? I believe it was a mixture of like Grace and Jack, and then I kind of threw in something. I think I said, I think I said lamb. Ooh, you were the lamb. <laughs> yeah, they were like Shazam, and then somebody um, else said fam, and, that, and someone else said bam, and I was like lamb. Can yeah. I throw one? Go ahead. Tam. No. Shazam, lamb, bam, tam. Right there. Right. I love it. Um, All right, Jovan, is this uh, this must be a pretty exciting time for you? Can you taste yeah. it? I mean, like it's about to happen. Yeah, I mean, the premiere is next week, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, can't wait for everybody to see this movie. Uh, yeah. When did you? Uh, how long have you been acting? Since I was eight years old. Okay, so well, yeah. um, is so is this like how does this compare to other projects you've done? Have you ever done anything like that is under the microscope that superhero films get? Like you said, we're a show just about DC movies, so right. to say that these films get a lot of attention is certainly an understatement. So what is it like to be in, in that? Yeah, I mean, I've never done anything like to this level. I mean, I've done some short films. I I was on Dumbbells, which was a movie, but it was in select theaters. So nothing that was quite this, you know, huge. And then so much responsibility with being a a part of the DCEU now. So, I mean, yeah, it's just it's exciting. And I mean, I just hope that everybody's going to love this film. And I know the people are already loving it because I'm I'm checking out the Twitter and Instagram, (laughs) all the reviews. It's nice to hear you say that and not like be one of these people that's like, no, I don't look at the Twitter. I don't look at the comments. I mean, be real. We all look at this Yes, stuff. we do, yeah. Did, did you know that going into the audition process? Was there that extra weight on you? Like, okay, this would be the biggest thing I'd ever been a part of? Or were you kind of just like, I'm just going to audition. We'll see what happens. Well, they were they were very vague with the title and, like, all the information during the audition prog- pro- process. Um, but I do know that the title was Shazam. And I already knew about Shazam because I was playing Injustice Gods Among Us on my PS4. There you go. Exactly. And Shazam was my main character, so I was like, oh, okay, I, I see, I, I know what it is, uh, you guys aren't slick, and then, um, yeah, so I, during the audition process, uh, it was it was kind of like, I knew where they were heading with it, but I had never read the New 52, so I had no idea what these characters were, and, you know, the character that I play, Pedro Pena, he's really shy and self-conscious, he doesn't really talk a lot, so during the audition process, I had like maybe one or two lines that the, that they would have to decide if they could go with me off of and you know it it just didn't really work so then david uh in the director session for the for the follow-up meeting 
he just decided to throw the script out the window and interview me as the character. Uh-huh. And that's when he decided. What was that like? So he he's just asking <clears throat> you questions and you have to answer as Pedro? Yeah, exactly. So he, he just said, can you, can you, uh, well, he, well, we finished doing the, the audition where I did the lines and he was like, there's not really much to go off of. Can I just interview you as the character? And I was like, you sure can. <laughs> Let me just think of a character real quick. And um, yeah, it was it was just it was so smooth, and we just we just did it. And, and this was David that was interviewing David Sandberg, yeah. Um, and and what was he like? What was your first impression of him? Well, it was I was nervous. I was kind of like scared because he was just sitting there, was really observant. He's really like, you know, passionate. He's just staring right at me, and then I'm doing my thing, and then right after he doesn't say a single word. He just says, "Great, thanks." And that's it. And I'm like, okay, all right, later. And then, you know, I I had two other auditions that day. And it's funny because Shazam was the audition that I felt the least strongest on. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Just because he didn't give you feedback? Yeah, yeah, that too. Because, I mean, you know, you're used to them kind of giving you feedback or, you know, gassing you up a little bit, you know. You know, so much of what you do as part of... As part of this family that lives in this orphanage, which has got a great cast of characters, all the the different sort of uh, foster kids, I guess would be more appropriate to say, yeah. uh, in the house have very strong personalities throughout the film. They're not just like casually there. Like you said, your your character for his, um, you know, being very within himself says as much as another character whose trait is literally that they just don't stop talking. It's like yeah. everybody kind of dealing. So I would have to think that the that family dynamic is so key to the film. At what point did you start working? with the other actors was that after you were all cast separately or did they start to work some of you like a together? chemistry test yeah to get that chemistry because it, it, so much of the movie rides on on us caring about their story yeah um, well I met um, each one of them kind of like in a dribbling effect I don't know if that's the right word but you uh, can dribble I can see yeah, some of the people I, I just like dribbling Shazam yeah. yeah. Bam yeah. Lamb Shazam Bam Lamb not what do you said no Tam no. John Hamm don't like someone Tam. threw John Hamm in there but um <laughs> Yeah, so I met Grace on the plane actually to Toronto, the the flight, and we just kind of instantly knew who we were because we looked at the IMDb. And then, <laughs> oh my and, God. Yeah, we were like, awesome. "Oh, hey, you're playing Mary? Oh, yeah, hey, you're playing Pedro? Yeah, okay." And then we just kind of talked, and we were talking about you know just the exciting film we were about to go do, and and then once we checked into the hotel, we we you know kicked it at a and W, you know, and I didn't know what an A and W was before, but anyways. Um, and then I got to meet Jack in the car ride to my my fitting, my first fitting, and then and then my screen test. Um, and I think one of our first scenes was together as a family, and oh, we wow. like we had to be walking out of a van to, like to a school, so it was it was it was like you know just yeah. thrown right in there. But everyone was really nice. Everyone was super chill. Um, you know, Faith was a sweetheart. Ian is amazing. Grace, you know, all of them. They're just they're great kids. And we, we got along. And that's something that you don't really have to do as, as like, castmates, you know? Yeah. You what about can, Asher? Was he there with yeah, you guys all the yeah, time, Yeah, too? Asher was there as well. Um, with, like, that being said, you don't really have to be, uh, like, close as castmates. You can just literally... Go there, do your job, and then go back to your you know right. place and you know be antisocial. But everybody <laughs> was really nice, and you know we hung out. We went to field trips. We did the maple farm, and then 
Warner Brothers even hooked it up and they did a private screening for Ready Player One for us. Oh, oh that's right. yeah. Were you were you shooting in Philly or was it just exteriors in Philly? Toronto, Toronto, okay. and they did some exteriors in Philly. I okay, believe, for the for the reshoots. So the film is set in Philadelphia, which is right. great. I actually used to live in Philadelphia. I used to have a <clears> restaurant there, and uh, it's nice to see a Philly superhero representing. So we get some of that, and uh, and uh, I don't know if it's spoiling anything to say you might see a cheesesteak in the film. <laughs> You know, yeah. which is exciting. I, I'm not saying anything. He cannot confirm or deny. Not, 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 not to spoil things, right. but, but you, your guys, uh, those are scenes. The family, you do feel that you guys are all friends. It wasn't yeah. just a bunch of actors acting like a family. You, yeah, got, you could tell along. there was that. And, and I, I tell us when people ask about it, it, it's like you guys wore your heart on your sleeve for this movie, and you, you feel that in every scene with the parents, your parents in the film, yeah. the foster parents. They were so good, and, and I just love the design of your house. Like it's kind of falling apart at some points, but it was just like. <laughs> It just it just uh, had so much heart. So the house you live in, the foster dad, is played by Cooper Andrews, which yes. you wouldn't know if you really watched the trailers. I didn't catch him. He's the guy who's from the kingdom on The Walking the walk- Dead. I knew that. Okay, was I was I was nervous. Yeah, he's so the, the guy. He's like the right hand man of the of, yes. of the king. Oh, yeah. Jerry. What's Duh, that? Yeah, and, and he is. So great in this movie, yeah. like he just there's a vibe, like it doesn't go the way you think it's gonna go. No, they, they're 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 foster kids, were former foster kids themselves, so they're trying to do the right thing, yeah. but they never come off as the ones who have all the answers or anything. They're figuring it out just like you guys are. That's why when yeah, you hear people talking about the family aspect of this film. It wasn't like, hey, we're the parents, you're the kids. It was just like, yeah. hey, we're all the kids. We're just more grown up than you guys. And yeah, just like- and, and I think they, they definitely killed it, Martha and Cooper, as the parents, you know, because in the storyline, they Martha were Martha and Malance you're talking about, yeah, who yeah. played Rosa. Yes. Yeah, but you don't say it as cool as he does. Martha. Martha. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah to roll the R. There you go. Martha. Rolling the R is tough. I mean, the whole time we called it Mama Rosa, like on set, uh-huh. everybody, Jack would be like, Mama Rosa, where are you? <laughs> Rosa but, Vasquez is the character's name, and Cooper's character is Victor Vasquez. Victor, there. yes. Yeah. They were they were amazing, and I mean their character their characters um, they were foster kids growing up, and that's kind of why they they decided to do this foster home and like take in kids that are rebellious and just you know give them a home. And so now is a lot of that from is that New Fifty Two canon? Because yes, I have not yeah. read Shazam New Fifty Two, so a lot of this really is ripped right from that yes, version right. of the story. So did you end up reading the New Fifty Two version? Yeah, on the on the flight uh, to Toronto, I. Or I picked up a comic book, I think, right before I, I headed out. And then I read it as as I was at the apartment. And I caught up on U52. I read Flashpoint, even though that's an alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, and a couple other ones. Kingdom Come, I think, is, yeah. is one that Cooper actually recommended me. It's a big picture cool. Zamp part, yeah. We have a ton of questions in the live chat for you. I've been pulling some of them over. For anybody who doesn't know, Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Popcorn Talk YouTube. You can join us live. I'm going to ask you a couple of these coming from... Some of your big fans. Uh, Corp CA, which I'm guessing is California, wants to know, who is Jovan's favorite DC hero? Favorite DC hero, The Flash. Nice. Is that how you use an Injustice? Uh, no, yeah. Okay. I used to use Shazam on Injustice 1, but yeah. then I killed him off. I know. Come on. I think Shazam's upset with you right now. <laughs> Josh right? Herrera says, how scary is Mark Strong as Savannah on set? Whew. <laughs> Spooky. Really? That's what we were talking about. We were talking about with a lot of people. I don't know if they'll know. That, I mean, feels going in. There was some. There's some darkness to this, and some great. He, I, I got to give it to Mark Strong. He yeah. is an amazing actor. He's phenomenal. Really passionate. I remember I had just finished up one of my scenes, and since I never really got to to work with him ever before, and then, you know, I I stayed back and I watched one of his scenes, and I was just blown away at like the amount of passion for like such a little thing. Like he's reaching in. For something, and then it just like cuts, 
because he messed up the smallest <laughs> thing. I'm like, I didn't even see it. Why did you stop? That was amazing. And then he was like, no. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's too much power here. Wow. Yeah. So glad to see him as a villain again after he, he was in Green Lantern, right? He was, uh, he, yeah. he was Sinestro, and like he would have been awesome as like you know if that would have gone on to right. he was definitely not the problem with that film, and. Um, <laughs> You know, there's a very interesting thing done with Savannah, where there's a lot of pathos for that character as well. Yeah, you, you, you. Do, it's not a one note villain. It's you. You get the history, and 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 you kind of, you know, there's it, almost that Magneto esque level of giving him like yeah. his origin beat yeah. in the film, which yeah. is big. When you were on set, were you kind of getting a sense of, oh, this movie's gonna rock? I think after reading the script for the first time, like the full script, I was like, this movie's dope. Like, just, just the writing was amazing. I have to give it up to Henry. He's such a young writer, and he just killed the game. Like, he's been at it for hundreds of I mean, I don't know his resume, but I mean, I think, I don't know, after I read the script, it was just, I already knew, like, this this movie, it's it's going to change things, because it's very, it's very different than what DC's done in the past, and... It touches on so many different subjects that it's just it's crazy. It, it's so interesting you talk about the writer and how what a good job they did bouncing because origin stories can be tricky and yeah. you could get bogged down and you're like all right let's get to some heroics here but they've invested with the right with you guys bringing it to life so much in the beginning you're, you 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 want to spend time with this family and it's organic and the villain gets equal due and 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 everything builds so organically so I think that speaks to the script and you guys bringing it to life which was phenomenal. A couple more questions from. We'll try to pepper these in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ivan Soto says, "How was it working with Zachary Levi?" He was. He was a big goofball. He, he was amazing. <laughs> Is he as like big kid like in real life? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. I actually, he'll probably kill me for saying this, but we were on set one night, and and it was it was a long night shoot, and we we had to be in the background. It, it was it was the one in the trailer, you know, where he's walking and saying Shazam, and it's yeah. like that yeah. first initial transition that everybody got to see um we were in the back but we had to be there for um you know just you, you can't have us be not be there in one scene and not be us in the next yeah. one so um and then it took they did so many takes on that they did it from above the side mm-hmm. this that and and so we were just sitting there in the cold and we were like shivering and uh just to kind of lighten up the mood he came over he was like hey guys how you doing and then just Toots and then runs away. Oh my! God. In the suit. Yeah. In the suit. But I would think that if he, because another thing, a story we didn't talk about is Zachary Levi pointed out how difficult it truly is to go to the bathroom yes. in the suit. It's so tight, form fitting. I would think if he if he tooted, he might be stuck inside with that bad boy. It's traveling it's around. Yeah, yeah, like that thing is not leaving. That's like uh, yeah. I have logistical questions about like, did you hear it or did you smell it? How do we know it took place? I, I, don't, we can I move just on. I heard it. You mentioned that you were in the cold. And you guys, I mean, you could tell that you guys filmed during the winter because yeah. you always tell in films, set a winter setting, but then they kind of add the snow and it's not really in the winter. They filmed it in the summer. So as a guy that loves Christmas, I thank you for suffering through the cold because it just added a whole other level to me, the whole Christmas setting for this yeah. movie. I, I came out, I was like, well, I've got a new movie to add to my Christmas viewing of Christmas movies. Yeah, it is a big part of the film is set around Huge the part. holidays, which yeah. is always a great time to set, uh, set a movie because yeah. it adds a lot of uh, ambiance to the film that's like, you know, it, and it makes it fun to watch at the Absolutely. holidays. Yeah, it yeah. does. Which yeah. is probably when this will be coming out on like That's Blu-ray. Right, yeah. So it's probably pretty smart. And probably when I'll be watching it on repeat. Uh, also, I, talking about, before you were mentioning the foster family element of it, and I, I think this is a great question from Ivan in the chat. He wants to know how it felt to represent a foster family on screen and what kind of family uh, isn't really shown a lot in big screen cinema. So how yeah. did that feel? I, I mean, I think it's really amazing. And I've actually... 
been wanting to talk to some charities and see what I could do to like, you know, maybe take this film and go watch it with some foster kids, you know, with the cast. And that would be awesome. Um, I think it's it's definitely a good step forward for the the entire movie industry that we're doing this. And and, you know, we're representing different all kinds of different races. You know, mm-hmm. we got to we got to Latino, we got African-American girl, an Asian kid. You know, we 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 got everything, something that's more relatable, at least, you know. Rather than just one, one thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, watching uh, my Blu-ray of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse arrived mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> Thank you so much. With an action figure in it, oh, and I watched right. it. and I was like, you know, just the whole spin on it with the hip-hop angle of that, like a film like that. It's like, why wouldn't you want a different story? So, like different different stories than we've heard. Yeah. A hundred thousand times, it, it, it's, it actually is better for everyone when we start to tell these different kinds of stories because it gives us all new stories to experience rather than recycling the same stories. I would think yeah. that's a win-win for everyone. I, yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say I was going to say. I think it's be going to spoil the territory, oh, okay, so I can't okay. talk about it because I was like, it's just something that, like you'd said, it's such a great... Oh my gosh, this chat is so active right now. We have about 10 minutes left, so no, let's get as many as we you can. You can't look at what they're oh, okay, asking yeah, yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Josh wants to know, what are your thoughts on Zachary Levi eventually taking on The Rock? Well, oh, you're talking Possibly. about like Black, yeah. black Adam? Black Adam. Should that happen? We're not it, asking you to confirm or deny no anything. Spoilers, <laughs> but what, what are your thoughts? Do you think that he is uh, big enough, bad enough, up to snuff? I don't know. I just want to meet him before he like you know finishes him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey Uh Ivan Soto says, uh, do you have any favorite DC TV shows that are airing now or that have aired in the past? Good yes. question. The Flash CW. Okay. It's my favorite show. He's a flash guy. I'm not cut up. Don't don't spoil me on anything. All right. <laughs> yeah. Did you have to like stop watching while you were filming? Yeah. You... Yeah. And then and then out there, my Hulu didn't work because it was like in a different uh, region or whatever. Oh, you're yeah. So I had to pay for another thing, or I would have to pay for a separate subscription over there. But I would have to have like a Canadian credit card. Or oh something. wow! Did you get any good Canadian food? Something that we don't get? Like I'm talking Montreal smoked meats or or poutine or <laughs> poutine. anything good? Yeah, poutine, poutine is pretty rad. And people don't realize like it needs the curds, right? Yeah, you need uh, the cheese curds. And also another another big thing to poutine: do not have it as your first meal of the day. It's not Ooh. a good choice. Oh, oh. It's, not, it's not a breakfast right. champions. Garth from the chat wants to know, what DC hero would you like to see team up with Shazam? Wonder Woman, maybe, since her father Zeus is the source of one of his powers. Interesting. Mm. I think everyone in the Justice League. I mean, You want to see him as yeah. part of the Justice League? Yeah, that'd be cool. I think isn't you're there, not alone on that one. Isn't there a comic book where he's in the Justice Yes, 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 yes. yes. absolutely. Um, so now, of course, we have to ask you. We're already hearing that should there be a sequel, David Sandberg is on board. Um, I, I don't have to ask you if, you if you're on board. I'm sure I'm you're, on board. I'm sure yeah, you're contractually obligated to be on board. But uh, how? I mean, so how? Do, what is it like to look forward to that? Are you going to try to get like other gigs? Or are you going to focus more on school if you know you have a sequel to work on to look forward to? Like, what does that do for the next year uh, or so of your life? Well, I'm obviously going to still be auditioning and working on other projects wherever I can. And I also do music, so I'm going to be working on you know more rap songs. Oh, cool. Hey, where yeah. can uh, people see some of your music? Actually, it's on Spotify, YouTube, um, Apple Music. Yeah, just look it up. Javon Armand, J-O-V-A-N-A-R-M-A-N-D. Yes. Are, oh, you, yeah. are you still in school as well? No, I, I graduated early when I was 17. Okay, oh, cool. Oh, wow. Yeah. And okay. smart, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he graduated early. Wow. Right? What a catch. 
Excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, so what, what else do we have from the chat roll? Oh, they just want to know more about the superheroes that you love and nah. all of that kind of stuff. Well, obviously. okay, I'll give you guys a good story then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, growing up, I was a big fan of Superman, and I even had, like, because I have naturally curly hair, but I like to straighten it. <laughs> and I would have this one curl that always comes down. In my, of course. And uh, I, I would wear, like, this sh- uh, Superman onesie. And my mom said that I wore it from Halloween to Christmas and wouldn't take it off. And she would have to, like, t- take it off me when I was asleep and wash it because <laughs> she was just disgusted. And I was uh, and I was just like, I'm Superman. Just running everywhere with my fists in the sky. That's awesome. I think uh, we all definitely did a version of that. I did Batman. I, I, I had the Superman. I was a Batman guy. I definitely had Shocked. Batman underoos. Uh, but also I remember putting on inflatable Hulk muscles, too. Like and mm-hmm. just yeah, like the, absolutely. Like, oh yeah, and then the the Hulk like fist thing. Okay, of course. Hands, of yeah. course. What was the most surprising thing about being on the Shazam set? What were you not expecting that that took place, or a person that you worked with, or something non-spoilery? <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I want, I want to yeah. ask you so many questions about spoiler stuff. I, know. I was like, um, I can't. Uh, uh, once the film's out, I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, no, there there was there was a lot of great scenes and stuff. But I think the the family scenes were some of my favorite, um, you know, just because we were so natural with it. It wasn't like it, it didn't feel weird. It yeah. felt natural. And um, some of the cool things I saw was there was a lot of uh, Easter eggs in the whole Rock of Eternity to, oh. to the comic to the comic book, and I was like, wow. that was a great set. That was yeah. such a cool set. Uh, there's a YouTube scene early on where it looked like there was a lot of cool names and, and Easter eggs, like some of the like really like funny details yeah. of some of like the the commenters and things like that in that YouTube uh, trade. And then yeah, there's there's some great Easter eggs. Uh, Star Drew wanted to ask, um, should they stay after the credits? I mean, besides to see your name and lights, yes. I mean. That was just a simple yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Garth McMurray, what was it like working with green screens and other special effects? Uh, well, I didn't work too much with that, but I did have to do like a, a scan thing. I forget what it's called. A VFX scan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, I think, for like action figures or something. But, oh, cool. How um, was that? It was weird. Because <laughs> I had to stand there like this. And I like, turn, turn, turn. And I was like, okay, my uh, arms are getting tired. <laughs> obviously not talking about what actually happens, but as a fan of Shazam, what would you hope happens for Pedro's character? Like, what would you want to see uh, happen in the future? Um, I would just like to see, you know, some more character out of him. I'd like to see his his nutshell be kind of cracked open and, and see what kind of person he is. I, yeah. And I'm, I already know that um, he's in a K-pop. So. Oh, really? Yeah. It was oh. scripted. So BTS fan over there? Big BTS fan he is. Oh, right. Cool. Right. Wow, that's, that's really interesting. Uh, oh, there was another question I just saw. Oh, yeah. Besides, uh, not counting Shazam, favorite DCEU film thus oh. far? Oh, Favorite DC question. Not asking you to throw shade at any, just asking what your favorite is thus far. Talking Man of Steel, BVS, Justice uh-huh. League, Aquaman, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Suicide Sword Squad. Suicide. Yeah, there are a ton of them. I like Su- I like I like a lot of them, but I would say probably because I watched them more recently, Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder okay. Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman is great. Have you gotten to time. meet any of the actors from the Justice League? No. You haven't gotten yet. to meet any. It's going to happen. Yeah. I know it's going to happen. They're going to be at the premiere. Don't worry. Of course. Oh, yeah. Right? You know who else is going to be there? Adam. I'm going to be at the premiere. I'll see you there. Will you talk to me on the red carpet? 
Now that, oh, now that, just oh kidding. My no, God. I'll, I'll talk to you. Now that we've met, I'm gonna be like, come on, come on, talk to me. I don't know, Wendy. Wendy, get rid of him. <laughs> oh man, he's big time in me already. I love it. <laughs> oh well, uh, I, I don't want to take too much more of our guest time. Do we have any other uh, questions? Uh, that's the thing. It's like I'm, I'm sitting here talking. I, I was like, what can I ask him? I wanna. Well, we want to be careful. I know. That's the thing. We want to be careful to the fans out there. I would like to say, I appreciate that. ask you how how do you feel the movie came out? Are you do you love the film? Do I love you, it. Yeah. I think, I think it's a great change, and I think the fans are going to love it. It's definitely something different for the DCU. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a whole other tone. You know, they're so used to this dark tone that this is just you know a whole different ballpark. And I think I think that this is one of their you know good giant steps for mankind. But but Jerry, <laughs> what's great about it? Here's what's great about it is I like that D, that Warner Brothers DC is starting to make these films where they're very specifically different because of the directors and the tones that they have, but they're also letting us know that they are in fact in the same world. Right. Shazam, I could say Shazam we, is in the same world as Aquaman we, 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 and Superman. They exist. You saw references in the trailer. Yeah, the, 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 I get Dr. Fish. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the 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 battering has been in all the trailers, but it is a like, but but not even that they exist in, in, in comic book form, right. which could exist. They exist in real life right. form, too. We, we said, like, in Aquaman, like, the one throwaway line about, you know, you fought Steppenwolf. That's all they needed to, and you guys do that as well with how you do in the film. It, it is part of the DCEU 100%, but it's its own thing. A, a question from the chat sparked a question for me. David said, why is it called the DCEU? But my question is, were they referring to it as the DCEU We can't get an official set? ruling on this. Like, uh, when, when you were there, were they saying this is DCEU, or did they say Worlds of DC, or did they not say anything? I don't know. I, I just say DCEU because that's what I... What I see on Instagram that everybody says. Yeah. There you go. That's how but, kind of we were. That's how it. we started yeah, saying we like, it well, too. Yeah. It was never official and we all just kind of started saying it's like, well, that's right. what it is. I well, I think you just say DC, right? DC comics or yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, you know, when trying to refer to the film world, the EU seems to have stuck around, even when we reported on the fact that it was never official. Right. I thought it went away, but it's never really went away. The Nolan films which yeah. aren't part of this. You know, oh, yes. Here's, well, I here's think a, sorry. EU stands for Extended Universe, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A question from the chat roll. Can you confirm that the secret Christopher Nolan project is, in fact, Green Lantern Corps? <laughs> no. Uh, he said, okay, you or, know you cannot confirm. Like, no, I can't confirm. Like, oh. I don't know. Okay, I don't even so know. you're saying there's a chance. Oh, God. I'm not saying that. That's, that's a rumor that's I saw out there today. Out of, out of force <laughs> it right I, I know that... Um, <laughs> Adam, the guy who works at DC, he has like a little green lantern light thing, and and like when you, you we put the ring on and you put it to the lantern, it lights up. Oh, that's, that's really cool. So he can confirm that. Now you need I can confirm that. that. Confirm that's what he's confirming. <laughs> you have been PR trained, my friend. <laughs> I love it. He's good. He's on top of it. <laughs> People in the chat just seem really excited for this movie, especially after this. So I'm I'm really glad that you can confirm as well as the rest of us at this table that this movie is. Frickin' dope. I have one more question. Looking yeah. to the future of uh, the DCEU, that's like Wonder Woman 1984, the Joker film, the Harley Quinn film, the Batman with Matt Reeves. Uh, 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 what else we have that's uh, confirmed? Suicide in there? Squad 2? Suicide Squad 2. We're talking about possible New God from Ava DuVernay. Um, is there one that you are looking forward to? Uh, Joker. Oh, Joker. Yeah. I want to see what they do with that. It's very interesting. No idea yeah. what's going to happen with that. But again, one of my favorite actors working today, right? I mean, yeah, like Joaquin is yeah. just... Uh, Him in that gross. role is kind of like, well, let's let's just show up and see what happens. I, right. I'm excited for that one, too. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Uh, I want to fa- I want I want to thank our guest Jovan Armand for being here, uh, joining us on DC Movie News on the Popcorn Talk Network. Jovan, congratulations on the premiere of this film. Thank we, you so we, much. We clap for you, but we, we, the microphone. The so I'm yeah. all clapping. We do a silent oh, clap. Yeah. <laughs> Chat roll. If you're at home, if you're looking at this at home, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you may applaud for Jovan in your own in the in your <laughs> room, unless Jovan, you're driving. I know yeah. that you're yeah. active on social media. Yeah. What is your handle across both? Is it just Jovan Armand? Javon Armand on Twitter and everything else. Uh, the only thing that's different is Instagram. That's Javon Armand official. Javon Armand official. Yeah. Did somebody else try to steal Getting those from fake you? accounts? Huh? Uh, no, I actually I made it myself and then I forgot the password and it was one of my old like school <laughs> things. Oh no. Yeah, so I actually messed myself up. Um, and I'm like telling Instagram, Instagram help them out. I know. Come on. Come on, just delete the account. It's it's my account, anyways. I give you permission. Go delete That's it. So funny. Nice. Do you do you normally live in Los Angeles anyway? So you're you're in the area, right? Yeah. So awesome. So you got anything else going on this week that's super exciting before next week's premiere? Uh, fittings, interviews. Yeah. <laughs> Are you rocking a tux? Yes. Well, I'm gonna do something a little more relaxed. Okay. Casual chic, as my PR would like to say. Casual there you chic. Go. Casual chic. Go for it. Okay. What about you? Casual chic. Ooh, yeah. I think casual chic. Maybe you guys should go twinsies. Yeah, Just I would saying. love it if I can get like a Shazam red tux Ooh. with like oh. red sneakers. That would be yellow, really little cool. yellow bow tie. Oh my god! Yes. Awesome. I'm not mad at it. You better be careful. You might end up looking like Ronald McDonald. So be careful. <laughs> Maybe with the red shirt. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, well, thank you again so much for being here. Everyone, yes. you can see Shazam when it opens uh, nationwide uh, April 5th, April 4th. Those premieres, just, uh, March 23rd. Yes. March 23rd. March 23rd on Saturday, uh, which is tomorrow. Yeah. And our review, I believe, 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time of the movie. The embargo's uh, up tomorrow. The embargo is up. Non-spoiler. We will have that out for you guys. Yes, indeed. Excellent. So, again, sorry we didn't get to do TV time next week we'll, uh, this week we'll be back next week with more TV time more DC movie news Mike how can people find you find me at Twitter or on Twitter at Mike Kalinowski and Instagram same thing you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer everybody in the chat is already asking for you to return so clearly you're welcome will you come the back news. to DC movie news yes of course Please, that way I can ask spoiler questions yeah, please. That I, I, oh, yeah. yes. That I can talk time. about everything. I need spoiler talk. He wants it the whole time. He's just like, I have so many questions I have to know. I know. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jovan. I'm Adam Gertler. You can find me at Adam Gertler. Uh, and we'll see you next time on DC Movie News, guys. Thank Go you. enjoy Shazam! From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.